Hello and welcome to the Illuminated Life Podcast. I'm Trish Johnson, your host and life coach. We're so glad you're here today. This podcast is dedicated to sharing inspiring ideas, strategies, and stories that can help you discover your path to an illuminated life. Welcome back. This is episode number seven, Ownership. I want to share a little bit about what I've been up to lately um, because I feel it is a good demonstration of ownership, which we're going to be talking about today. Now, as I've gotten serious about living an illuminated life, I've had to really look closely at how well I balance the things I do and want in my life. And recently, I have not done the very best job I could be doing. Um, I had to really step back and look at how I was spending my time. And you can probably relate to this. Uh, We had a family member who was ill. We had to go back out to Nebraska to go see. Um, I had a couple of friends who were going through some pretty tough things, and I myself had some stuff I needed to take care of uh, physically. And so with all of this going on, still trying to be a good parent, uh, do very well in my day job, but also build and grow my coaching practice, I had noticed that I had really gotten out of balance and I was spending time doing the things I loved the most and not doing the things that I needed to be doing for those around me, for my business, for my work, etc. But what I love about the work that I've been doing on myself and sharing with you is that in the past, I would have probably gotten into a fight with my husband or my daughters would have come to me complaining about never having time with me. Um, One of the plates, the many plates that I was juggling would have dropped and broken and I would have had to put the pieces back together. The difference now, not that I um, am stellar at it, but continue to grow and build my abilities in is to notice when I need to redirect my attention much sooner than I have in the past. And there is definitely no such thing as perfection, so remember that. But with the increased awareness that I have these days, I'm able to make thoughtful and intentional adjustments with my time and my focus, and that makes a huge difference. So I wanted to share that with you because I think it's important for those of you who are just starting with me or are just starting this kind of work that you remember that even if you've been practicing it for years, it's something that you will always have to practice. It's like yoga. It is a daily thing and sometimes even a minute to minute thing. And I think that's important to remember. So hope that story helps you see that even though I've been doing this for a long time, I'm still needing to really evaluate what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and is it aligned with what I want? 
So let's dive into today's work. I'd like to share a quote with you from Peter Shepard. Healing comes from taking responsibility to realize that it is you and no one else that creates your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. Yep. Talk about a direct hit to your ego, right? (laughs) But if you look at this a little differently as an empowering truth, then you're really off to the races. Let's dig into this though. To take responsibility for achieving all that we want in life first takes acceptance. We talked about this in episode six. This means that accepting that you have way more control over your life than you are likely giving yourself credit for. Secondly, taking responsibility involves ownership. You will need to take ownership for what is in your control and let go of what isn't, which is what we're going to talk about today. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. When trying to find time for exercise, a common complaint I have expressed, and a lot of my friends and clients have too, is I don't have time for that. When you say that, you don't have time. Ownership means that as soon as those words appear in your mind or leave your lips, we see this as an awareness flag and then follow the statement up with some questions to engage our wizard brain. Remember, we're going to use this part of our brain to lead us to what we want in life. Our brains love questions and work hard to find solutions. Questioning is a tool that we'll be using often. Usually statements like, I don't have time, are simply not true. What we really are saying is, I'd rather do something else. By asking questions, we can step into ownership and take action that will lead to positive outcomes. We can ask questions like, where is all of my time going? Am I trying to avoid discomfort? Am I afraid of something? Where can I find time? In my case, when I ask these questions, I get answers that make me realize I've been spending probably way too much time teching, watching TV, or I'm stuck in all or nothing thinking and believe that in order to get in shape, I'm going to have to work out 30 minutes a day, four days a week. I'm going to have to plan my meals, and, 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 you get the picture. I will continue to ask questions that will help me problem solve my initial thought, and then I create a plan for time to do what I need to reach my goals. This is an example of how I take responsibility. First, by accepting that this is a thought that's going on in my mind, and that I'm probably not being completely honest with myself. And then using questions so that I can take ownership for what's happening and what I want to have happen in my life. And after today, I'm going to encourage you to do the same. You will be surprised at just how much this simple exercise gets you moving in the right direction. Now, many of you are probably asking, but what about my obligations to my work, my family, etc.? I can't just let go of all of that. I understand what you're getting at, and I want you to think about it this way. Being a good colleague and a reliable parent are important. But we must recognize those things we believe and often are considered obligations are still choices that we make. Some people decide they don't want to be a mother anymore, and they leave, right? I don't condone or encourage this, but it's an example of an obligation that is a choice. 
It's just that most of us choose to stay and be a mom. We make decisions about our lives based on what we feel is right. And I want you to reframe what you feel as an obligation in life as choices you make instead, based on your values and what you believe is right for you. This is truly important. By reframing these obligations as choices, you honor you and your values. Listen to the difference in these two thoughts and you can see what I'm trying to explain. I just have to put my kids first versus I choose to be the best parent I can be by putting my kids first. Do you see the difference? Which statement honors your values and what you believe is important? Which of those statements would you want your kids to hear? The latter feels better because we're grounded in the power of choice to focus our energy. We align our thoughts to choice versus obligation. We show up in our lives better when we come from this place. And by doing this, we take ownership for both our thoughts and our values. If after doing all of this, you are still struggling to make happen what needs to happen to achieve your goals, then you will likely need to do a deep dive into what is happening day to day, week to week, and month to month. And if it still aligns with what you want, need, and value. Are you doing things that at one time served you but no longer do? I had a client who was volunteering in her daughter's classroom. I asked her when she had started volunteering and when she started, why it was important for her to do this. For her, it was a way that she could connect with her daughter and a way for her to serve her community. And she really loved working with kids. She valued connection, service, and joy. I asked her if the volunteering was still a way to live aligned to her values, and she laughed. She said no. She told me that her daughter, who was now in sixth grade, who once loved her mom coming and helping out, hates it now. And in fact, they had even argued about it on more than one occasion. My client told me that she had other ways that she connected with her daughter that they both enjoyed now. It was different from when she was little. These new ways did bring her joy and connection with her daughter. So I asked her about volunteering in the classroom and if she still felt like it was aligned to her values and what she felt was important in life. And even though it was helping out the school, it really wasn't serving her or her family in the way that she wanted. My client had realized that as the seasons of life play out, we don't always reevaluate what we're doing the reasons why we're doing them, and the way we're living out our values and meeting our needs. In this case, there were other things that she wanted to do more to meet her needs that were aligned to her values. She realized she needed to make way for the new things she desired. As humans, we tend to have rigid thinking, and paired with being creatures of habit, we don't readily think about changes and adjustments that we can make and often need to make, to allow space for new actions and goals. So if you haven't already, start asking yourself questions like, what goals and dreams have I had? Are they still goals and dreams I want? 
What are my values and needs at this point in my life? What is most important to me at this time in my life? Am I doing anything out of habit? Has the season for this in my life changed or passed? What can I let go of and what are just plain excuses? All of this is within our control and part of taking ownership. Now, earlier I mentioned that we were going to get a handle on what was in our control and what isn't. I can hear you asking, Trish, based on what you've said so far, is there anything out of our control? And yes, you bet there is. You ready? You do not have control over other people's thoughts and actions. Let me say this again. You do not have control over other people's thoughts and actions. At best, you can influence, but you can't control. I know, I know, I hear it through the sound waves in radio space. You are either in one of two different schools of thought. The first, well, of course you can't. Or the second, wait, what? Of course you can. When this was first brought to my attention, the thoughts in my head were, well, of course not. I know that. But what was interesting is when I looked at my actions, it was clear just how much I was trying to control. Careful observation of my actions led me to careful observations of my thoughts. And sure enough, I could see it there too. This single understanding has probably had the biggest impact on my life and how happy I am in it. Unfortunately, today we don't have enough time to go into this more deeply, but I expect I'll probably have an episode dedicated just to this idea. Until then, I would encourage you to take a balcony view of your life and see if you're trying to control others' thoughts and actions and how they influence you. Here's some examples that you can be looking for that I noticed in my life that you might notice in yours or similar ones to it or to them. Do you have a set time you expect your spouse or partner to be home? Do you feel they should be emptying the trash when they see that it's overflowing? Do you expect that your friends should call you every week? Do you believe that your family should spend the holidays with you? If you notice thoughts like these in your mind, then you have a belief that people should do things a certain way, and that, my friend, is an attempt at control. Often, our attempts at control hide inside our expectations, and I'm asking you to be aware of what's going on and if you're doing things like this, but I'm also asking you not to get down on yourself about it either. This is just our poor lizard brain's attempt at trying to keep us safe and protected from feelings and things it believes can hurt us. Try taking a playful stance and take a look at your thoughts and beliefs as you become more and more aware of them. If you notice expectations and thoughts that are in light of trying to control a person or a situation, then just laugh at yourself. Say to yourself, oh, there I go again, trying to control a situation that's not in my control. And then try letting go. And don't worry if you can't. I'll teach you how. But 
you can start with awareness first. Loving, accepting awareness. Either way, focus your attention back on you. You can only control you. The sooner you align your thoughts and actions to this, the happier you will be in your life. And that is true accountability and ownership. And that will give you the power of responsibility, which is all part of the path to an illuminated life. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Please join me next time as we continue this journey together. Until then, be better today than yesterday and live life illuminated. Thank you so much for listening to the Illuminated Life podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please leave a quick review in iTunes. Also, for free resources, show notes, and ways you can work with me directly, head on over to www.trishjohnson.com. That's www.trishjohnson.com.